Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest and what I'm going to do. That was probably the most strung together I don't usually string those two sentences or sentence fragments. Uh, if you love sentence fragments, you're going to love this podcast. I feel like a kid, that was just my rainbow, reading rainbow book review imitation, but for a podcast. Why don't they do that for a podcast? I think I'm going to do that. Somebody remind me. It get, get, but anyway, what I'm going to do is create, let me, I'll come back to that silly stuff. What I'm going to do is create a safe place, uh, where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up at night, where you can breathe, where you can sink into your bed, and ideally where your worries in the day and the future and the past can drip away <laughs> or drift away, which is what I meant to say. But, you know, if it drips away, at least as long as it's dripping metaphorically, it's not a problem, right? It's that non-metaphorical dripping, you know, you want out of, you don't want it anywhere in your house, you know, even in your yard. I mean, in California, we got a drought, so it's like no no dripping. Or, you know, if you're dripping, you know, you got to collect those drips. Uh, but this is a metaphorical drip uh, of all those anxieties. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones dripping meanders, drooping, no doubt I got some drooping metaphors. And it just happens to rhyme, and that was accidental. I have drooping metaphors and droopy drawers. Uh, I notice I'm always having to cinch my pants up. I, I, may, I may be wasteless uh, or hipless. I guess I maybe maybe I'm hipless. I don't know. I mean, I guess when I got some part of my brain that's already judging I say, what are you, wasteless or hipless? I don't understand why your drawers are dripping. They say, no, 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 they're not dripping, they're drooping. I don't know why I'm having trouble with those word mangling. That's another thing we do on this podcast. Well, that's not quite word mangling. I think I might have used something earlier that was a more apt description. Word smushing, no. When you mix up drip and droop, uh, I guess you just got problems. They say, well... Maybe you should start sleeping with the Oxford uh, Dictionary under your pillow, and uh, maybe that'll help. I, I, you know what, I'll be, I'll be honest with you, I don't think it will. Uh, plus, I got enough books to get scattered around my bed area and my, you know, my... So anyway, if you're new here, if you're, if you're first time here, your 50th time here, anything under your 300th time here, well, I mean, welcome to everybody, but, you know, let me just try to or, de, dis, disorient you, uh, orient you on the disorientation. Uh, it's a podcast to take your mind off of stuff, uh, uh, to distract you, ideally, so you, you know, I don't even need to escort you, uh, but you like, you're almost like your intentional drip away, I guess like a dripping of a candle, because uh, that's actually somewhere between the metaphorical drip and the liquid drip in the right temperature room. You know, the candle drips and then it dries on its way down. Uh, so I guess kind of like this this metaphor is coming to a dro- is drooping like my drawers more than dripping.
droopy metaphors. Did I say that already? I did. I did. I did. I did say that. Uh, what am I going to try to do is I'm going to try to be lighthearted. I'm going to tell a story here coming up in a few minutes, but I'll get through this intro first. It'll take me a little while, clearly, you know, because my grasp of the English language is drippy and droopy. And if I had any more, you know, if I had a better grasp, I'd say, you know, it's also del- delirious, uh, de- de- del- deleterious or some whatever, one of those words. Uh it, it could be a little bit delectable, you know, if you're if you're tired. I, I do try to make it, you know, I don't know, not quite delightful, but I guess they say mildly delectable. You say, well, you can't, you know, if it's delectable, it can't be mildly delectable, Scoots. And I would say you're so right, but in this case, yeah, I'm also, I guess, I guess I don't even need to be right. I'm mildly correct, too, most of the time. And they say, okay, just give it. I say, great, just give you know, just kick back. That's the whole idea of the podcast. I'm going to take your mind off of stuff. You could start paying attention, but you say, well, okay, let me just let me just lay this on you. Those mass market crackers, there's a, there's a words that haven't been used together, like, in such an aggressive way. You say, oh, boy, Scoots is getting on his soapbox. He's going to go on a mass market cracker tirade. They say most of those mass market crackers, you say they're mildly delectable. I mean, let's not argue. I'm sure you've got people in the, I don't want to get, you know, I definitely don't want to get in any trouble here, but I find those golden circular crackers, I guess I could call those delectable at certain moments. And then you have the square, uh, more cracky, you know, even crackier, drier ones. And I, I can't, I'd say with some, you know, with the right, with the right uh, topping, those could be delectable as a delivery system. But otherwise, you know, they're a bit dry. The golden ones could be dry too, but I guess they, they have some delectability to them. But I would say because it's a mass market cracker, I'm, I'm not sure what's delivering the, the delectability. You know, I, I, there's a part of me, yeah, are you, I'm a mass market cracker conspiracy theorist for sure. I mean, listeners from other countries, I don't know, tell tell me the truth. Like, does your country have more, do, is that it for crackers in this country? Uh, the mass market crackers, you got the circle one or the other one. And then otherwise you go on to, well, you, what are you going to get, a stone ground cracker? You're, oh, wow, fan, fancy you. I mean, is that it? Is, it, is our country come to that, uh, that, uh, I guess it's been that way since I've been alive. You say, well, yeah, you're either, the, you're either putting on the cracker, or you're dry as that cracker. Is it, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm, as I'm trying to buy time here for my brain to catch up, is there any more? Are those, I mean, geez, talk about it. It's not a conspiracy. We have ourselves a cracker, a cracker market's corner to get alliterative about it. Maybe I could write that book. I mean, no, uh, uh, like, I don't want to use any of the names of the companies. I don't know why I'm paranoid. I, I've insulted so many companies uh, or mildly insulted. But Scoots, he, he's afraid of the great crack, great cracker company conspiracy. What did I say? Cornering the cracker market. Uh, Scoots, Scoots on business. Cornering the cracker market. How two crackers took over the world. You get Gladwell on the phone. Holy cow! We got your uh, maybe Friedman. Anybody see if they could get Friedman on the phone, or maybe even uh, Kai Rizdal cornering the cracker market. 
how two cracker crackers changed history. And then you say, for the worse, that, that would be, that's why, well, we can't sell it now, Scoots. They say, okay, let's just go with the first one, cornering the cracker market, how two crackers changed the world. And they say, okay, what sources do you have? But they say, well, I can't think of any other, I can think of a lot of other crackers. You know, you got water crackers, your stone ground crackers, your circular dry cracker. Okay, I guess that's it. Uh, Graham, I mean, that's a candy or, or a dessert or graham. Graham-based crackers, not actually a cracker. Uh, but am I missing? Oh, wait, okay, I just saw, a th- okay, I see a third cracker now in my brain. The elves make that cracker. It comes in waxed paper. And that cracker is actually a hybrid, I'd say, of the uh, the super dry cracker and the golden circular cracker because that's a light yellowish near gold but that's the one that comes in the uh, rectangles that you can break into four smaller rectangles so now i'm mixed up i can't believe i had three is am i right or have i combined so do we we have a nation where you can choose between three crackers but yeah we got to i can't think of any other crackers and i can't think actually the name of that so i might be just combining the dry cracker Am I right? There's like a cracker that starts with an S. That's the super dry one. And I think that's a square cracker. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. And then we have the cracker that starts with an R. Putting it on. When you go, you will know where your cracker sits. It's the round cracker because you're putting it on. And then there's the third middle cracker, the double rectangle cracker. Green box, I think a green box it comes in. Okay, so anyway, let me get back to the podcast, because if you're new here, that's it. That's the podcast in a nutshell, in a cra- in the cracker, and they have a cracker aisle. Well, what the hell, why the hell did you bother? We really have three choices. Uh, for a home cracker use, now let me just hold the phone before everybody starts uh, jerking their knees. Of course, if you're going to someone's house, you're going to buy the crackers that cost extra $2 a box. You know, the ones with the farmhouse on there. Or, you know, with poppy seeds or whatever. But, you know, if you're going home cracker usage, regular, well, I think at this point, dietitians would, would say, if, you're, if you have daily cracker use, holy cow, uh, you know, that's, I, I, I guess I don't know. I don't know the nutritional value of a cracker. And that's not even nutritional. I think I just said nuge, nuge. Oh boy! So this is the podcast. So 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 here's a couple of things you might have learned if you're new here. One, don't gotta take me seriously. Don't really gotta listen to me. Podcasts can have tangents like that. I, I sat down to record the podcast. I did not even have crackers on the brain, and we didn't even just you know go into like other cracker cheese crack cheese based crackers, where the cheese is part of the cracker or cheese flavor. That doesn't count. These are uh, non flavored crackers. And then you get into those orange crackers that you say, what in the heck? Ooh, you know, and those are still around. I bought some the other day. And they said, hey, honey, this these will be great for you for snack, you know. Uh, look at, look at how, how good your dad turned out eating those super orange crackers. But so that's the podcast. It's a little bit of a tangent. You say, okay, it's, he's talking. It's it's like yeah, better, and, it, and it, I would posit, I would challenge like well, the whole time I was thinking about your podcast, it's like he kind of had a point. And but tomorrow you'll be like, uh, "Hey, honey, 
What was Scoots talking about? Was he, he seemed mildly, he didn't seem irritated, but he, you know how he gets. So he said, oh, I know how he gets, dear. Well, what was he, what was he getting like that about? Remember one time, I think it was dish soap. And another time it was half and half. What was it? I don't know. I don't know what it was, dear. I think it might have been, was it, was it Wonder Bread? And he said, oh, no, no, he, he tries not to use brands anymore because he's worried about, uh, oh, maybe it was a bread-based conspiracy. Uh, yeah, honey, that sounds, it doesn't sound right, but, uh, oh, how rested are we? Oh, yeah, it's, it's a great day today. That's how the podcast, ideally, hey, I'm, I'm back. That was a fake uh, testimonial. Uh, but ideally, that's how the podcast will go for you. Don't get to take me seriously. You don't really have to listen. But you don't have to fall asleep. I'll be here the rest of the time for the show, another 40, 45 minutes, giving it my all uh, to take your mind off the stuff. Uh, so you're under no pressure to listen, no pressure to fall asleep. Just an offering in the deep, dark night. Hopefully you drift off. Hopefully you sink in. Hopefully the past, the future, and anything else that may be weighing on you or do, or distracting you or outside noises, changes, whatever it is, I hope that drips and droops away. And I hope I can help with that. Because uh, I really yearn to help you fall asleep. I appreciate you stopping by. All right, let's get on with the show. Housekeeping. We're on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on our website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, what else? I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does the theme music and who edited this episode. I want to thank uh, Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann over at JonathanMann.net. If you want to commission a song from him, he does the lullabies. Uh, we have a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And I want to thank uh, Lytle I, uh, Julie C., Jennifer B., Laura, and then our two newest uh, moderators, which won't be getting credit because they kind of they deserve because they kind of rotate how I do the intros. But this might be the soonest intro. But the newest moderators, Sarah and Summer. So thank you all. The Facebook group says sleepingpodcast.com slash not. It's just a place for listeners to gather, make friends, talk about sleep stuff if you're up. Or just say, hey, what do you think about cat pictures? Are you one of the, or what about puppy pictures? And they say, well, that's a poll. Let's let's poll it. And I'll tell you, it's 100% cuteness. There you go. So, and then we have uh, subreddit, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash reddit. Uh, and you see Joe hanging out over there a lot. So I want to thank Joe and I want to thank Latitude, who's the moderator at the subreddit. And I want to thank all the patrons. Uh, patron support is critical to the ongoing success of the show. And, you know, each episode takes about 15 hours of work a week. Total work for the show is over 60 hours. And the way we, the most, uh, what do you call it, reliable form of income is a small monthly donation. And that's the way we're going to keep making 12 episodes a month. If you can join all the other wonderful people over there, 1,500 people 
as of this recording. Thank you. And I'm guessing somewhere around 3,500 will be like, oh, that'll be our foundation. So if you can do that, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. And that's it. Let's get on with the show. All right, hey, everybody. It's trending Twitter Tuesday here. It's like 6.18 Saturday night or evening. And uh, get Twitter going here. And I, I was thinking uh, tonight's episode... You know what we have? I, I, I think I have an idea for for at least the, the foundation or, or the starting point. But let me pause it. I'll take some pictures. I'll be right back with you. Uh, so it was. So I took some. I got a picture of the, today's trends, and it's. Uh, I don't know what the date is. It's June, which I guess I'm not. I said it's June. You got to be kidding me. June fourth, Saturday. June fourth. But I was thinking today, as it was like, okay, what are we going to record about? And and it was a couple of things that have come up. Uh, as someone that's kind of in the zeitgeist around my life is Rick Moranis, uh, because with Max von Sydow, uh, we talked about Strange Brew, the movie. And then uh, Ruddy Lauren over at Criminals, she said, oh, and she said, just uh, was thinking about uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Rick Moranis. Uh, I also remember, I think this might have been last year, maybe they were on spring break together, was Steve Martin and Rick Moranis. And I think, I, I mean, I don't know Steve Martin, but, but he seems to be like, a, has very good taste among all his other wonderful qualities. And I say, geez, I already liked Rick Moranis, but if he's Steve Martin's best friend, there must be layers of awesomeness to Rick Moranis that even I'm not aware of as a Rick Moranis fan. And, I mean, that's like when you hear people talk about funny people. Like, let's see, uh, Stephen Colbert, I think, is one of those people. And I think Steve Carell, that people say when in interviews when they talk about him, they're like, if you think he's funny or brilliant, on TV, you should meet him in his real life. I think I've heard that about uh, uh, Jason Bateman too. But this is a bit about. But then you think, okay, Rick Moran, Steve Martin chooses to vacation with Rick Rick Moranis. Either that means Rick Moranis is just to- totally chill, or like I said, there's just, just wait, wait a second. That means Rick Moranis has like a t- level twelve, you know, awesomeness factor. Or you say, well, maybe they're scoots. Maybe they're just friends. They say, okay, well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, Rick Moranis. That's all. I, and, and then with Ghostbusters coming out, I believe that uh, I believe that uh, Thor. No, Thor's playing. Huh? I guess I wonder who's playing uh, in the new Ghostbusters. I actually have. I, I like to stay spoiler free from these things, so I just know. I think Thor's in it, and um, and, and then I think I just know Melissa McCarthy's in it, and, and Kristen Wiig, and then Paul Feig. I think that's, I don't know, that's E-I. How do you say E-I? I before E. Paul Feig, is that correct? Uh, the director of Bridesmaids. And I guess I, I have to go on a little tangent here, positive tangent, just, just of my experience. I think I've talked about this before about Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig 
and Paul Feig and Bridesmaids for a quick second. And I know that movie was this blockbuster movie, right? But I, I had not gotten a chance to see it when, when it right away when it came out. And then because it was up for some Oscars or some awards, they released the shoot. I think it was the shooting script or, or the, the production company released the script. Uh, maybe it was up for best screenplay. And so before I read the movie, watched the movie, I read the screenplay probably like 10 times because it's a wonderful read. And just just hilarious. Like, as reading the screenplay, and I talked about one of the most funniest moments of reading a screenplay for me where I fell down laughing was when uh, Kristen Wiig's character says there's a colonial woman churning blood butter on the uh, on the wing of the plane. It, it's just a kill, killer writing, in my opinion. Uh, not killer delivery in a boring podcast. So I had read the screenplay a bunch of times, and so I had the movie in my mind from reading the screenplay. And then I had the opportunity to see the movie. And like, so I had crafted a movie in my mind, and then I went to see the movie Bridesmaids, and it was so much better than the movie in my mind, uh, particularly with Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy's performances. Uh, it was just my, I, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, like my mind was blown and it's just such a, I guess it's just such a unique thing because this, that was the script I think that the movie was made on. So it wasn't like there was any deviations except in the delivery of the performances and then the, you know, all of the, uh, the art in the, the film. Uh, so, so then you hear some hubbub about, uh. And I don't know. I'm 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 really looking forward to the movie. I guess that's my main point. But then I say, well, I don't. I'm trying to stay spoiler free. I mean, I can't miss some of the TV spots. I try to, but I haven't watched any trailers online. And unfortunately, it's been a busy with the Game of Thrones. It's tough for me to get out of the house uh, right now. So I haven't seen any. I'm, I'm waiting to see the block the summer blockbusters. Um, I don't know, but then I say, well, who's Rick Moranis? Because Thor is a uh, is playing um, a character. The I don't I don't know who is it. That wasn't Annie Potts that played. Uh, I know it'll come to me, Annie. Uh, I don't know. It'll come to me. But but uh, I say, well, who who's playing Sigourney Reaver? Sigourney Reaver, Sigourney Weaver, and Rick Moranis? Because Rick Moranis played a great role. In the first Ghostbusters, so I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Well, actually, it's a different movie. And they say, okay, is there a Rick Moranis cameo in that? And they say, well, I thought you want to say spoiler. I say, okay, great. Thank you, Brain. I appreciate you keeping me spoiler free. Ghostbusters, spoiler free. Um, but, but so then it makes me say, well, okay, Rick Moranis is in is in my internal zeitgeist, and they say, well, maybe it's not. You know, I say, okay. So then I was thinking about Tim Curry, and we've had these episodes pitching Tim Curry. And I said, man, I said we, we've been missing, or I've been missing Rick Moranis, and I think I remember him reading that. Maybe this was for another Game of Thrones episode, or maybe it was a. Uh, where I did a little bit of Rick Moranis research, the old Rick Moranis research project. 
in reading how he kind of stepped away to kind of to take care of his family. They said, well, just what if I pitch? And they said, why do you got to pitch people that have stepped out, Scoots? Why can't you leave Rick Moranis and Tim Curry alone? And I said, if you love a flower, do you not sniff it? And they say, okay. And I say, so would you rather I pitch them or sniff them? And they say, okay, go ahead and pitch, pitch away then. Uh, so then I was thinking, I said, okay, well, let me get it. He said, let me cook up some. I said, what should I do first? Come up with ideas uh, to pitch Tim Curry or just just you could start pitching him? They said, well, I should probably track him down first. And I said, okay. And I said, maybe, maybe I got to think about uh, getting a hold of him. Like, uh, it's not like the old days where you could see, you know, and I don't think I'll ever have the power to pick up a phone and say, uh, get Rick Moranis on the phone. And they'd, you know, it would only be if it was a trophy. Like, okay, we got Richard, Rick, Richard Moranis insurance on the phone. They say Rick Rick Moranis, the actor, the movie actor. So you see, okay, well, we got to track Rick Moranis down. But I started to think about, uh, like, I guess I'd say, well, how are we going to pitch him? Because it's like, are we going to go like a Honey I Shrunk the Kids Family movie, or are we going to go? Um, as you say, one of the things about Rick Moranis's greatness, in my opinion. And I don't know if this is the right, I don't think this is the right level of description to do it justice, but it's like his, uh, I don't think he has a baby face, but he has like a childlike expression uh, that has kind of spanned his career. Like, cause I was thinking about Strange Brew and there's these scenes where he's going through these tests because uh, he's undercover at this uh, institution I don't know. Like he just has, he just has, and he has a. He's really good at being goofy uh, or dopey too. They said, "Okay, so we need a." And they said, "Well, does Rick Moranis want something with more gravitas?" And I said, "Gravitas." I said, we'll "Try to figure out. Try to at least get it so I can use it in a sentence before I get in front of Rick Moranis and Rick Moranis's people." Uh, gatekeepers, the old Moran, especially the Moranis gatekeepers. You got to work. I mean, that's another group of people. I mean, the poor people who have to, who are the gatekeepers. At least they they're good at their jobs. They see me coming, and they don't even need. I guess I like set off like a gatekeeper alarm. Yeah, like, and you see. So if you, actually, here's a pitch, just in case anybody else is listening. If you're thinking about getting yourself some gatekeepers, and I mean the kind that answer the phone or uh, that are at your office, and you want to test out, they say, well, I don't know if I'm going to go with this gatekeeper, you know, this applicant, you know, go ahead, use my services. Uh, we'll work out a fee. Because uh, if I can get through to you, they're probably not, not they probably not aren't ready for the job. You say, hey, can, I'm just calling for John. Well, who's calling? Uh, Dr Andrew Ackerman. I guess speak to him about an upcoming project. Okay, what's a, what is this regarding? Well, I, I say, okay, well, well, let me just take down your info and get back to you. He'll, uh, he'll get back to you. And they say, okay, that's the person you want to hire because they did that well. Because then they just leave me to stew in my own thoughts. Well, did they? Did I just get gate kept? Was I gate kept there? 
Or is that just my own ineptitude? Or was that just, and they say, well, maybe there's no meaning at all. And they say, well, then that doesn't give me anything to grasp onto for certainty, though, that there's no meaning. And they say, well, that's the certainty. You don't know. And they say, what are you, Buddha? Like, uh, like I just got gatekept, okay? Let me just, that gives me a lot more certainty. And say, okay, well, this is just, but anyway, just an offering to those of you who might be, you know, looking at gatekeepers. Rick Moranis, let's just start there. Let's do it. Like, uh, I mean, that probably is the place to start. I get on the phone. Okay, so let's, let's play this out here. And so then I headed down to Rick Moranis's place, uh, L.A. I don't know. He, maybe he's not in L.A. Maybe he's in someplace like, uh, well, let's just say we find out. Let's say, okay, maybe he has, I wonder if he has a home office or an office away from home. Home office, we'll say. And then I say, okay, wonder if he's, I wonder if he wears a warm-up suit like he does, like he does in my imagination from Ghostbusters. But I say, say Mr. Moranis, uh, are you in? And I say, excuse me? He's missing, I'm trying to get a hold of Mr. Moranis. Uh, they say, you don't want this. And I say, okay, they got gate kept again. So restart. And they go down to uh, say, oh, wait, they don't have pay phones anymore. And I say, okay. I say, okay, let's see. I say, maybe just got to go back to his agent, I guess. And I say, yeah. I say, no, they, there's not that many agencies. They all know that, you know, they, their gatekeepers are aware of me. Of me. You know, ever since the uh, great Tim Curry, you know, Tim, Tim Curry episodes, that did me in. So how do I get get a hold of Rick Moranis? I had to come up with some some sort of way to get past his uh well, he's his own gatekeeper. There's your pitch right there. And say, okay, press this. Hey, hey, good afternoon, Mr. Moranis. Uh, oh, this is the Kyle Moranis. Hey, really, that's a perfect name for you. Uh, is your father home? Oh, it's you. Okay. Uh, you, uh, yes, good afternoon, Mr. Moranis. My name is, I'm here, I'm with a UFC uh, 199. I said, well, what's UFC 199? Well, 199 is the number of satisfied customers we've had, sir. Uh, we we offer a gatekeeping service. Uh, I notice you, well, you have a gate that I you know, haven't been buzzed in on. Uh, you're directly responding. And, you know, with things moving to the cloud these days in, uh, in app form, you know, so easy to be accessed by the cloud, and, you know, with your convenience, because I know you're clearly busy. But don't worry, sir. You don't need to disconnect. I'll be I'll be very brief. We're the, uh, I'm here on, on the behest of the United uh, Fan uh, Corporation. For, oh, yeah, for, yeah, we do. We used to make fans, believe it or not. Yes, sir. Our founder, uh, Justin Braun Sr., was a fan maker. Uh, but his son, son uh, Justin Braun Jr., he was a paper. Yeah, that was the paper tiles were based on him, Mister. But, but I'm here to talk to you about gatekeeping, Miss Mister Moranis. Oh, what do I really want? I just want to pitch you a movie. I miss you. Actually, I'm just. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm a totally normal. Well, come on in. Oh wow. We're okay. How does this gate open towards me or away from? Oh, I missed it when you buzzed it, Mister Moranis. Please don't, please give me another chance uh, to be buzzed in. Okay, can you, 
I got nervous there. Oh, I forgot to press the button. Uh, Mr. Moranis, it's me again. I got nervous there. Oh, you're just going to... Okay, one more try. Oh, my hand. You know what, Mr. Moranis? My arm jerked to the door back closed because I'm a little panicky. You're going to come out. Oh, hey. Hey, Mr. Moranis, how you doing? Uh, good to see you, too. Yeah, you, you, what's my... I'm Scoots. You could call me Scoots. Uh, it's a short for uh, Scooter. Uh, what's... Uh, that's my name. I mean, that's my that's the, my pitching name, Mr. Moranis. I, mean, I was here to pitch you on a movie. Oh, Project, you're right. Nowadays, you got to call it a project. You're right, Mr. Moranis. Call you Rick. Whoa. Maybe that's the project. Okay, maybe I need to breathe and calm down. Yeah, I'm just, it's rare that I'm in the presence of greatness, Mr. Moranis. So, it's straight, you know, I'm already, normally I'm like this anyway. It's just, it's just you know, sure, come in the house. You want me to take my shoes off? Uh, you don't care. I think I will, maybe I will, maybe I won't. Should I take my shoes off? Uh, what do, what do I like to drink? So, do you have any sparkling water? Oh, terrific. Um. So, man, you, you look so friendly. Do you mind me just saying that? He said, because uh, I was thinking about you in movies and uh, how it's always nice to see you when you see, you're like one of those people on the screen. When I say, you know, like John Goodman's someone I think of recently, you say, oh, John Goodman's in this. That's terrific. And, you know, it's not just that he lifts the entire film up. Like, like you think about Argo, uh, is is just one example. Uh, and I, I just, uh, to be honest, Mr. Moranis, I miss you. And I know other people miss you. I hear from people. They say, we miss Rick Moranis. And and I, I'm not trying to put any pressure on you. I don't know if you miss it or being missed is enough. Well, you know, I, I, I see. Okay, start from the beginning. Okay, well, I've, I've I've been trying to pitch Tim Curry on some projects, Mr. Moranis, and I realize that uh, I don't have any experience. I'm not looking for millions of dollars. Not looking for even. I mean, credit would be nice. Uh, I don't even. Have, I'm not saying I have all. I have a lot of questions, and I, I I have all these ideas, and they tend to come out, and then I tend to go like this, and then I go like that, and then. But then, if it's a sleep podcast, I slow it down. Yeah, I do the sleep podcast. Uh, it puts people to sleep. That's what you, you should, right? Yeah, it's a sleep podcast. It should put people to sleep. Exactly, Mr. Moranis. Uh, so pitch you. Okay. Well, yeah. So I was thinking I missed Tim Curry. So yeah. Did I pitch Tim Curry first before you? Not today. Uh, months ago. Um, so I was thinking, what do you, what do you think about getting back into a new project eventually? Like the right project, like the Wright brothers. So what about that? May, what's my angle on the Wright brothers? I don't know. It, it just popped in my head. Is this OVO sound radio you're playing? Like, I didn't know you were into Drake. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised, like, because you, you you just seem so cool. You want to go sit by the pool? Of, of course I do. Um, 
I don't know, like, uh, you know, I guess, like, I'm thinking, of you, you, like, you know, if I was going to give you my honest opinion, Mr. Moranis, I'd say don't just make something based on what's trending today. Uh, like uh, Juice Man video, like, that might be trending today, but they say hey, you don't want to just run with that because it's trending. But you think about something like the Juice Man. Remember they had that Juice Man with the Juice Makers? Like, uh, what if we do something? I don't know, Miss Moranis. What if it, but what if you, you know, I've seen, what if you were, like, what if we did something? It doesn't have to be Rick Moranis, but if it could be someone like Rick Moranis, a, a comedy star, maybe someone that's a little bit, like, instead of choosing to, to leave and, and choosing to invest your time here with your family. Or just whatever your path you took, let's just let's put that path aside and let's move the world of fiction. You're right, Mr. Moranis. Calm, I need to calm down. I, 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 this is about as calm as I get. I'll be honest with you. Wait, you want to get in the pool and talk in the uh, talk in the pool? You think it'll chill me out? Maybe. Okay, okay. Yeah, don't. I'll just get into my shorts. Uh, oh. That's now you have you you have tons of clean new swim trunks for guests. You know, wow. Okay, well I'll just go in the bungalow and change. Uh, wait, when I come out of the bungalow, will I still be considered a guest, or will I be, be you know in the act of leaving uh, for you know not being here? So, no, okay, okay. I'll do some extra breathing in the bungalow for sure. Okay, I'll be right back. Uh, don't, uh, you know, contact any authorities while I'm gone. Okay, I'm here in the bungalow. Trying not to freak out, but I'm uh, getting in the pool with Rick Moranis to talk projects. He, we're listening to Drake. He just turned it down, though. Okay, I'm putting on, there's a selection of trunks here. This is like, I feel like I'm an entourage, but with Rick Moranis. And I think I have a project to pitch him already, loosely based on another project I had thought of. Uh, so, okay, okay, which trunk should, which ones, oh, maybe the ones that fit. Okay, so I'll put these on. These are a nice green floral print. Okay, should I go on with my shirt off or on? What about sunscreen? Oh, there's sunscreen in here. I guess I'll slather sunscreen everywhere. And then, you know, that'll make me look even more buffoon-like. Oh, yeah. You're listening from the outside, Mr. Moranis? Yeah, I'm just talking to myself, trying to calm myself down. Oh, you were going to recommend I put on sunscreen. Thanks, man. Okay, I'm going back out there because if I stay in here, I'll just stay here all day, freaking out. Until then, I'm not. Okay, hey, Mr. Hey, but thanks for the trunks. How's this work? Because I've never been in this Hollywood a situation where I can take the trunks or I can leave the trunks. Okay, great. What would you do if I left the trunks? Throw them in the garbage or you say, don't worry about it. Okay, I won't worry about it. I'm not worried about it one bit at all. In the pool, I mean, this is going to take a relationship to it. Yes, you'll rub sunscreen. No, you got spray. Of course, I knew you were... Yeah, I wouldn't expect you to rub sunscreen on me. I mean, that would just be too fast, right? See, so I'm not freaking out at all. Freaking out about a sunburn that I won't have because 
You're spraying my bank. And I need to spray yours. Great. Uh, totally, totally not freaking out about this. All right, so where were we? You said you had, had you a juice man. Okay, so let, let's just think about this, Mr. Moranis. Let me think. You know, there's the Willet Blend. There used to be the Juice Man in Juice Man, Juice Jane. You remember those? I don't know if that was Jack Lane or somebody else. But you have Will it Blend, like uh, those Those are kind of viral videos, right? And then I don't know what this trending Juice Man video is. Probably something different. But I was thinking about someone that's like, uh, they're, they're, they're getting their... Like, they're beyond making their return. And I think I've seen a couple of people, and I say, oh, boy, like, uh, they're doing an infomercial. And not even in a judgment way, just like, uh, I'll be honest with Miss Moranis, I'm a sober person. So then I always think, man, like, uh, like I don't, I, I'm never in a position to judge, right? Yeah, because they say, whoa, what, 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 it, what it, it kind of makes me worry. Like, it makes me extra worried for people sometimes. Yeah, I'm starting to freak out, you're right. But I was thinking, yeah, just concentrate on the pitch. You got it. Uh, your agent's on speakerphone. Okay. Like after that weird thing I just did about that? Don't worry. Okay. So, um, yeah, I am. So, okay, just take a look at you. Yeah, you relax me. You do. Maybe we should just mark it like a Rick Moranis gif where people just see you and then it just chills, makes them smile. Like uh, Rick Moranis' gif, make you smile. Do you call it a gif or a gif? Because I just call it a gif. Uh, and they say, well, maybe that sounds cooler if I call it a gif. Uh, don't worry, I won't pee in the pool. I, I know you didn't ask that, but I think when I said gif, you might have thought I was peeing in the pool. I was not. Um. Anyway, that, sorry, agent. Uh, okay, so back to the pitch. Like someone that's doing... Hey, what about a movie about you where you're uh, down and out? I think down and out's a little too extreme a word because uh, I think it would have to be more intense than that. I would say reborn in the furious fundamentalism of some infomercial-like product, like a ju- juicing or a juice man or something like that where you're suddenly... You've been out of the public eye, or on on the edge of the public eye, or you know public aware, but you're you haven't been working in the public eye. We'll say that, okay. And people say, "What? Well, you wonder what's going on?" You know, and then you say, "Well, is it age? Is it is it opportunity? Is it just not interested?" I don't know if we do that as an exposition. I'm just thinking out loud. This is all, you know, open blue sky. Uh, but then it's it starts with, or, okay, not starts, you're right, just go with what, what I'm feeling. It's this, you're furiously interested in this juicing, we'll just use that. And you're partnered with one of these companies, like a, something similar uh, to, like a Willet Juice. But I don't know, I think that's a little too, we, we could do something more creative, I haven't thought of it yet. And boom, you're on the scene, you're making, but it's also kind of like a hit a little bit, but a viral hit where it's like, oh boy, how's this going to go? Uh, but because part of it is just your, uh, 
your overwhelming enthusiasm for it. And I think, you know, that's kind of like one of your, like on the uh, extreme end of one of your strong suits uh, that maybe hasn't been tapped in, in a while. You know, kind of like if Wayne Zelensky had me for a kid and then I had 30 cups of coffee, uh, but with you doing the, you know, the, the heavy lifting, the acting. Okay, so what's the conflict? You're right. What's the issue? I would say, I mean, it could be something like, I mean, it could go rival because right now you get the Vitamix and then the Willow Blend Company. So something like High V Pure, like, uh, your companies like uh, the Henry Alexander International, we'll say, and then your rival juicing company is what's that called? Ronco, per Popeil Enterprises, uh, re, re, you know, registered or something, and they say we could get some Ron Popeil. But then that kind of feels like uh, it doesn't feel like it'd be like, I don't know, it feels too. I don't know. I want it to be more. I'm thinking that it would be, you know, gravitas, what that means, Mr. Moranis. You shrug your shoulders. That's the same thing. I don't know what it means, really. But I think I, I, I want. It's not like I'm saying, oh, we got to redo Rick Moranis or that. You know what I'm saying? Is that I love you and not in a strange show up at your house and get in your pool and ask you to put sunscreen on my back way. Why wear your swim trunks and wonder what you're going to do with them after I leave? Uh, more like I say, geez, I really like Rick, seeing Rick Moranis. And he makes me laugh and makes me feel good. But again, now you, know what, you do know what I mean. That's why you let me in the house. Totally. I can't believe how good this is going. Okay, don't stop. Okay, because when I stop, I start to think. You're right. Maybe you could be, do you do any life coaching I need more than a life coach. You said that. You said that for correct, Mr. Moranis. You know, I I don't know. I say, uh, I don't know. I, I guess like, so if we don't go with something obvious, like the old rival corporation thing, what if you're so, like, what if they're, okay, so usually juicing, right? It's kind of this counterpoint, uh, like this extreme, like a fix for nutrition, right? It's going to get all these nutrients to you, and it's going to correct the uh, the opposite end of uh, the unhealthy end of uh, poor nutrition, and it's going to do it in this efficient way, and it's going to give us certainty. I'm a, I'm a, I got problems with needing certainty. I certainly do. You're right. So, like, what if you? Like, so, so I think that would already, the audience would already know that, right? And so you, we don't have to kind of spend any time with you worrying about nutrition or uh, coming back from an unhealthy thing. Like the audience's imagination can kind of put that in. And even any kind of messaging, like thematically, I think we just leave that there. Like you're just obsessed with juicing now. You bought a juicing company, and you're all about it. And you, you, and they say, you know, maybe even there's, I mean, the, we could even do, like, is Rick Moranis, has he lost his mind? Is he losing his money, you know? Is the juice man juiced? You know, so, 
And maybe there's even like, but but I think then all of a sudden in the movie, uh, what happens is that there's a real health crisis beyond nutrition because we're we're fictionalizing it, right? And not maybe not even in a comedic way. Uh, that all of a sudden there's this real health crisis, and and maybe hmm, I don't know how we get to like the uh, the meat of the conflict, but that somehow. You're convinced that the juicing is going to 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 stave off this conflict, this health crisis. We'll call it Polak, P-O-L-A-K, Pollock, Pollock, the Pollock, and then I say, well, the Pollock's coming out of nowhere. And you say, well, this blend of ginger and garlic and your grass or whatever, and it's free. The solution is free, and then suddenly. It seems to be working. I think that's the kind of thing. And when we have we have two elements there, you know, but you say, okay, what's funny about that? You're right. Uh, what's funny about the crisis? You're right. You're right. I mean, it could turn people into Pollock. Like Pollock's a fish we in Syracuse we eat. I know it's haddock. I guess Pollock's a fish. So that's the artificial crab or whatever. Uh, I mean... Yeah, because you're right, if it's just like a Richard, I don't want you to be a Richard Simmons. But maybe there is an element there that, I mean, there is that funny, sad thing. I mean, could it be that, like, okay, okay, you're, that's why we're working together, you're right. So, uh, maybe you're the juice man, kind of like that. We have a giant plot problem, you're right, you're right, it's, it's almost as giant as your pool. I mean, what if it's, uh, okay, maybe, uh, okay, well, how about, what if it's uh, about aging uh, instead? I think maybe that's it. Uh, if we can find a way to do it about aging, like all of a sudden you're getting all these other celebrities juicing. It could, maybe it's not just an infomercial. Maybe it's like a home and garden show. Like you you make the jump from infomercial to to... to Home and Garden star, and okay, you're right though. We I don't have something. We don't have a meat. You're right. We have, but you like where we're at right now. I'm just thinking a theme about aging. I've always been interested in in, in it, and I think it's important that it hasn't really been addressed. I've written something about it, um, but I don't think this that that it fits you. I mean, you could be in that movie. But it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a role worthy of that. You so you'd be just play a father. Uh, you'd only be in it for about four minutes, yeah. So yeah, that doesn't work. But I'm thinking like you start traveling, yeah. A health crisis, a health crisis is aging. We get some stars, and then yeah, is we're too we're getting too level. Strange Brew, Strange Brew two. Uh, the Jew, what, what about, hmm, what about something like that, like uh, a Strange Brew to the Juice Man, bid the, bid the Juice Man to do? I mean, then we could go back to the original idea with competing companies, and Dave could run the other company, but I don't know if that would be good either, just because I'm not feeling that. Neither are you. Good, good, good. And what temperature is this pool? This is the most comfortable pool I've ever been in. 
Okay, yeah, keep going because your agent's still listening. Uh, okay, are you sure? Because it's really dragging. I'm really, uh, I'm really struggling to get. You know, I usually don't have even with Tim Curry. Calm down. I'm freaking out again. You're right, Mister Curry. Mister, oh, sorry, Tim. That was embarrassing. I'm sorry, Mister Miranda. I just called you Tim Curry. Oh, you take it as a compliment? Good, because that's okay. What about Tim Curry? Uh, usually Tim Curry is a villain, uh, like when I'm pitching him or a mysterious figure. Um, what if we pick it up after the health crisis, Mr. Moranis, or like the health crisis, it's not as serious, like right away, like I was thinking that it's a false positive, like you start saying the juice, like your juice formula is this is the solution and people think it is but then it ends up it's only a placebo or it was something environmental but what if it's paradoxical like your juicing formula made in your juicer actually like something like an enzymic level is 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 is, is able to stop the pollock disease okay not code the, the pollock we'll just call it the pollock but but no one ever unlocks it. So that would give us, I mean, we're still not there yet, but then that gives us this parallel with your, with your leaving acting in the movie, in the movie, where it's like you solved this health crisis by kind of by accident. So then we get a little Zelensky in there, which everybody loves. You could call the juicer the Zelensky, the Zelensky 3000. And you say, well, it doesn't shrink. It, it, it kind of, you know, maybe, and maybe that makes it a little more sad that you're even like uh, channeling Wayne Zelinsky in in the you know in the movie. Obviously, clearly, I'm hanging with you. There's nothing sad about you, except for your eyes. I could tell if we get to another level of friendship, you do have sadness, but you get yeah, not in the middle of a pitch. You're right, Mister Moranis. I don't know. I want to say, so we get Tim Curry as Martin Jones. I'm feeling like that name, Martin Jones, reporter. Uh, so you then it's exposed that you had no idea, like it was a total accident, like maybe you were claiming that you're patented, but then it's like, okay, you don't really have the answer. You're right. I mean, we're close. You're right. You're really encouraging, Mr. Moranis. So we have the juicing. We have the health crisis solved. But it's a paradox. And either it's a known paradox that you're open about or it's a hidden one that you're taking credit for. I think we would lose our, uh, like, I think, I, I don't want you to become an antagonist, though. Like, so, um... I mean, maybe there's something family-driven about this, like, uh, uh, yeah, that's hitting too close home. I get it. I get it. I'm sorry. Um, but maybe there's, like, uh, there's some sort of family thing in your your obsession for juicing is actually you running away, right? Like, not only are you running away from your return, uh, to acting, which you're running away from, from this hurt that makes your eyes sad. I'm not trying to make you sad during a pitch. I'm sorry. 
in you're investing in this certainty, a hundred percent, full, wholehearted, at least on the conscious level of juicing. And then suddenly you're seeing your juice juicing, being able to help all these people, but you don't quite understand why. And am I talking about my own life now? I guess so a little bit. You're right, Mr. Moranis. You are so wise. You're whoa boy. Talk about holy exposed. Uh, well, let's just keep going. You're right. So, yeah, what is the conflict? Is it that, uh, I mean, it can, we can, you can feel the internal conflict, right? Like, uh, it won't get, it's still not going to get you what you really desire because that's not attainable. And how do we movieize it? You're right, Mr. Boy. Uh, could it be something like uh, Martin Jones, Tim Curry's character? Like, you never claim that you know what's happening with the juicing. You just say, okay, it's clearly it's my juicers, and you start doing it at cost or something. But then something happens where Tim Curry's character, maybe he's a scientist, not a journalist, or a journalist, and, like, you're getting all this praise, like, uh, but then something happens where, uh, like, the, their character, no, no, I'd like to see you two together in, in some sort of relationship, maybe antagonistic, but that, uh, like, they discover, oh, you just eat a slice of ginger and it does the same thing. You don't need Tim Curry's juicer. And that then maybe there's some level of, uh, like where you don't ever get any love for, for what you feel like you see. No, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Like, uh, well, well, okay, yeah, let's see what we have. We have Rick Moranis obsessed with juicing. That's what works the best, right? And then we don't have anything else. No, I'm underselling it. We kind of have some other stuff. So, yeah, what else could happen with you juicing? Your agent's got to go. Okay, it's fine. It's not bad, though. You're right, uh, Never get financing. Well, that's his. It's your agent's opinion. Is your agent still on the line? Well, that's the whole way. I actually tell your agent if they need a gatekeeper tester. I'm great at testing gatekeepers. Okay, what if it's that? Like that, uh, Tim. Kerr, like, what if, uh, like, we have all those things, but someone's still trying to get close to you? Okay. Like either Tim Curry or, or romantic interests, like Tim Curry's your brother, and then the juicing becomes this like uh, tool of obstruction for intimacy. I mean, this is this is the broad thinking. This isn't the plot thinking. And that you, you know you can't overcome the the juicing. They don't buy the juicing. They don't trust it. Maybe that maybe that's your brother, Tim Curry, and he's saying, you know, you need to go back to acting. What are you doing with this juicing? Like he's against the fundamentalism of your juicing. And you're saying, no, this is the new me. This is what, uh, and maybe there's some sort of role or maybe, okay, maybe they're trying to make, I mean, it wouldn't be Ghostbusters, obviously, but maybe they're trying to remake, uh, Maybe we do something like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and that they've been waiting to do a remake on you. Like a movie so beloved like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids that it could be instantly financed, but you've been running out. Maybe you're, maybe Tim Curry was your co-star in that or the, the character they're playing and they need the money or all those Linsky kids do. 
him. I guess we that would get rid of the health crisis part, and we just have the juicing. And maybe it's not going great. So like, maybe you're obsessed with juicing, but it's really not. Uh, and they're trying to pull you back into remaking this movie, and you're like, no, 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 this is my thing, the juicing. And then that goes back to the other stuff. It's like, well, you're kind of like a joke, they're trying to say. And you're like, no, I'm not a joke. This is serious. And then that has the impacts of the past, like your your obsession with juicing, you know, is a reflection of your pain, maybe. Wow, you're silently listening to me like I know what I'm talking about. Thank you, Mr. Thank you, Rick. And, uh, and you're just trying to stay, stay, stay. You're staying with the juicing. And they're like, please come back and shoot this Honey, I Shrunk the Kids 4. Uh, breakfast, breakfast conquers the world. And you're like, no, no, no. And meanwhile, maybe your kids, your relationship with your family, your kids is strained because uh, money's tight. And so they're on your case. Like, Dad, why can't you just shoot that movie if they're offering you like $5 million? Like, uh, or 10, I don't even know how much you get for a movie. A lot, huh? But let's just say they say 10 million or something. I don't know. And, uh, to be nice, well, just I, I, if I had ten million, I'd give you twenty uh, to see you in a movie. Uh, but anyway, uh, and the, 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 your kids are on your case, so the juicing, you know, okay, you get you got it with the juicing. I just I don't know. I need I need something in my storytelling too for confidence, and so just like it's a okay, you respect that. But they're trying to pull you into the movie. And then maybe, okay, maybe it says, maybe this is a story of redemption. And then you start to make the movie, like halfway through, you relent. Or maybe that's when you're, you're, you're if it was the health crisis, then it's say, well, no, no, no. It wasn't Zelensky, the Zelensky 5000. It was, because uh, like, maybe you hold the rights to the movie, too. And even we could even have people that care. They say, "What are you doing, man? Just make the movie. What? Why? What's with this juicing?" And so then you finally break down to make the movie, and then that's the second half of the movie. It, 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 or maybe you know the second two thirds. I'd say like uh, starts out, it goes bad. Of course, goes horrible. You're horrible on set. You're kind of a terrible person at that point. And there's also stuff, give me my, you know, you could be crazy, like the juice, you, 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 the juice for you is a placebo. And you have that uh, Richard Simmons-esque uh, layer of that for you where you're just kind of, you're not being yourself. Someone, uh, either one of your kids is on, on the cast or Tim Curry, like your brother or your agent is. And they spend the whole time genuinely concerned about you. And just wanting you back, I guess it's a reflection of my desire to see you again. Like the past, and so then the movie goes bad. Then it starts to get good again, and then something happens that reminds you of what started the whole juicing process. And they kind of, you know, and then you kind of go off. Like with 10 days left in shooting, or you pull, you know, the movie's ready for release. And it gets leaked or something or something embarrassing happens with one of your videos. And then you kind of self-destruct. They think, how's that sound? 
too bad your agent hung up. You're right. Uh, you'll you'll remember it though. Yeah, I mean, I think that might be it. Am I sure this wasn't just a therapy session for me? I don't know, Mister 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 Moranis. I just know. I think that's. I think I just pitched you. What, what do you think? Uh, you'll think about it. Now let's swim. Okay. You lo- do you love water as much as I do? Clearly. Yeah, let's do some swimming, and then I'll get off your property. You want me to stay for for popsicles? Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, let me just go uh, say good. Okay, I'm going to hang with Tim Mor- Rick Moranis. Tim Moranis. I keep calling him Tim Moranis. I'll talk to you later. Good night. Hey, I want to thank uh, these people on Twitter. Uh, uh, that are named after some of my favorite favorite mountain passes. Uh, Stacy, Soul Maven, uh, Jennifer C, just me. These are good passes to climb. Carrie K, Caroline S, uh, Joan M. If you're ever hiking, you got to get into these. Caroline S, another Caroline S, Cat uh, B. Uh, Katie Earth Monkey, Diana Trone, Sharon B, Mary Beth, uh, Justin K, Line of Good. These are all good. If you want to go hiking, you go do it. Ben P, uh, Adam D, I don't know if Adam D checked it out, uh, Kim H, and then Jermaine C. Caroline J. Oh, Carolyn. You know, that's the difference. A Caroline and a Carolyn. The widget is CJ. Uh, Joey K. Longtime friend. Illusionoid Nug. Uh, Wear Stable. Walking Denial. Thanks and good night. Uh, Dystopian. Thanks and good night. Uh, Becky H, the Texas Beck, Priya, Pika Girl, our good friend Pika Girl, Warren P, another good friend of the show. All good friends, you know, we're all out hiking these paths. Marissa B, Jelly S, uh, supporting the show. Uh, Don B, DMCBX, giving us love. Pika Girl, aka Kitty Screams, as I said. Emma BPGM is another one. We're really giving love to the show. And Marissa B, like I said, thanks and good night. Uh, Kiva28, okay, can, can be Kiva28, Alex with an XL. Alex with an X and then an L. Exam stress, you don't want that, but they support the show. Thanks, exam stress. Uh, Iris Lee, uh, Technicolor Panda, a good old Technicolor Panda, uh, Beck F over at Sleep Talker Pod, uh, Cylon Cat Mom, I guess, another good buddy of ours, Lori S, of course, and uh, Gina C, who was nice enough to mention the show. Oh, David C. over at No Sleep Podcast, really giving us some nice love. The David's the best. Uh, Bill B. Uh, Babs, you know, do yourself a favor, be like Babs. 
uh, eat an egg roll. Who says a pillow in their fridge? That's funny too. Uh, Kratova. Uh, Gregor, Sir Gregor. Uh, Karen, A I K. Uh, you see Wiz, Wendy Seagull, one you feed. Rob S. Uh, Gavin, Gavin S. Uh, uh, John M. Who gave us a uh, and then this this is John. Two different Johns. And then all the Jennifers voting for the show over at Podcast Awards. Jennifer C. Jennifer B. I guess podcastawards.com. You can vote for Sleep With Me for Best Health Podcast every day. Uh, Susan E., thank you and good night. Uh, Taylor A., thank you and good night. Adrian K. to the D., thanks and good night. Ingrid D., thanks and good night. Mary Beth A., thanks and good night. Miranda A., thanks and good night. Uh, Sammy P., thanks and good night. Kevin J., thanks and good night. Uh, Joan M., thanks and good night. Susan E., thanks and good night. Raina, thanks and good night. Laura, BSR, thanks and good night. Mark A., thanks and good night. Becky H., thanks and good night. Caroline S., thanks and good night. Tony B., thanks and good night. Sarah L., thanks and good night. Tyler K., thanks and good night. Uh, Vesna V to the K, thanks and good night. Anna B, thanks and good night. Our friend Matt over at Obsessive Viewer Podcast, thanks and good night. Allie M, Amanda the Actress, thanks and good night. Tracy Y, thanks and good night. Jessica L, thanks and good night. Jean C, thanks and good night. Chef Stacy again, thanks and good night. Beth T, thanks and good night. Miranda A, thanks and good night. Kali K, thanks and good night. Or Kelly, we're going back to Kelly. Uh, Christina E, thanks and good night. Jennifer B, thanks and good night again. Joe O, thanks and good night. Uh, Megan L to the F, thanks and good night. Ahab's wife, thanks and good night. And that's it for tonight. Thank you and good night.